Hey, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett. Today we talk science. We listen to music and we try to figure out how we're going to go to a virtual school. Mm, yeah, it's going to be fun and exciting. So go ahead and settle in, tell a friend, and let's uh, get to it, to it. So when I think about the culture, I think about it based upon my experiences, not because I feel that my experiences are uh, or my feelings are what moves the needle in the in society, but because I think it helps me to better understand what people could possibly think if I remember how I felt in that very situation. To give you an example, uh, this is the first week of school, particularly in college, where uh, you're trying to settle in and uh, you, you set yourself up, your schedule, uh, your courses, and you maybe have spent, uh, well, this is probably still the first week unless you're in community college and it's the second week that you've been in the class. And you're uh, you're still in the uh, phase where like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this class. I, I didn't I didn't you know read the syllabi. I have met the professor. Uh, I'm trying to s see if his teaching styles is gonna be something that I can I can deal with. If this is going to uh, help move me. Uh, forward uh, academically or if this professor and his styles is going to hurt me in some ways. These are things that that students sometimes think about. I don't know if I ever thought about that uh, because I didn't know to think about that. I just was in my end or doing my life. It was like, oh, if, if I know then, if I knew then what I know now, I would probably have been a better student academically. But I didn't know these things. Now, that's talking about school. Uh, you take that principle and apply it to uh, the culture, the world by which we live, and it becomes a little bit more complicated. Because now we're talking about the environment. We're talking about dealing in how the culture responds to the environment. And sometimes the, the world can seem just so very convoluted and more specifically, it can seem so very, uh, I don't, what, what is the word I want to say there? What are you thinking? What do you think of the word is? Hard? We make the world so hard? We make it so complicated. Yeah, I, I think that can work. Complicated. Science has always, and to some degree to me, still seems so very complicated. And then we also live in a culture uh, that is filled with, dare I say, uh, passive aggressives. Now, you're probably asking, well, you, you know what? Let's do ourselves a favor before we go any further. 
What is a passive aggressive? I've heard that term mentioned maybe 17 times in my head today. What is a passive aggressive? May we pause, get our Webster's, and see what a passive aggressive is. I don't think that's what I want. I don't want passive aggressive. Uh, or maybe I do. You'll decide. I'll leave that to you. Uh, but you you have I, I, I watch sometimes people on the internet who are make who's making content. And I, I remember to be specific or to give you an example of um, a guy named Meet Kevin. He he's uh, in many cases an economist. That's that's kind of what he does. Financial guru on the YouTubes. And uh, his he, I think he was talking about Trump. No, 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 no. He was talking about uh, Mitch McConnell and uh, Diane Feinstein. These are all senators. And how old they are and the fact that they're still trying to operate in the country when uh, their physical and mental capacities may have uh, depleted. The thing that was fascinating his conversation was well you know i'm not a doctor uh and 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 i get where and what he meant by that because that was the cia society that you don't want to get sued and so because we kind of live in that reality of not wanting to get sued then we'll we'll put out an opinion if you will and then walk it back in order to make certain that there's no way anyone can uh, uh, attack or uh, can pre present a dissent that can negatively impact us, whether it's from a legal perspective or, or from a financial legal perspective. I guess both of those are the same. And so we, so we have this culture of folks who know the answer, I believe, but yet who want to stay on the line of caution just to make sure they're protecting themselves from a uh, legal perspective, I guess is what we're, we're trying to say there. All that being said, it makes the, the culture by which we live in seem so complicated when it's really not. All that was said to say this. When I thought about approaching the idea of the conversation of, of climate change and sea level rise and, and environmental uh, justices, if you will, all that insert here. My first initial reaction was, first of all, I am not an expert at this thing. I don't know much about it. And then I began to think about this. When you, when you look at the education system, and if, and if I can peel back the onion and get to the allergic and do section here, most time your educators in this generation, and I, I, I don't know what the previous ones were, so it could be that it's just a repeat, but your, your educators have a book that some guru wrote you've seen a textbook that thing costs like what two hundred dollars i was looking at one textbook 
for one of the courses that we're, we're, we're covering here. And the, the, the literal textbook was like $200. $200 for a textbook. I went, are you crazy? Have you lost your mind? $200 for textbook? Ah. But the teacher has that book. And they just go through the book. They read what whoever the person of interest wrote in that book. The person of interest on the subject of same. And they just present it to the students. And they may have one or two more details to add because, you know, they went to college and, and, and they were trained. Because when you think about it, you have uh, a lot of these uh, colleges who are... Uh, so, also, now that now that I'm on the subject, let me not just move on past that. You have in college, and I'm getting to, to environmental injustice in a second, uh, or what we're talking about today, which is environmental, the same thing. Uh, you have in classes, in courses, in every subject, there are the courses that are designed to specifically deal in the teaching of same whatever course it's it's if you go through your class rosters all of my college brothers and sisters go through your class rosters inside of those rosters are the actual subject whether it's introduction to environmental uh, studies or uh, the survey of environmental studies or the fundamentals or the practicalities or whatever the case may be, all those subjects might be there. But then you'll get to the teaching section. And that is just for the people who have to teach this course. That's all that is. So that being said, it's not that complicated. And even if it is that complicated, the question that has to be presented is how do you make it so the average Joe can understand it? If you want to talk about environmental geography is what we're focusing our attention on here, then if it's going to be scary and if it's going to be so complicated that only a person with a PhD can understand it, then Joe Schmo out there in the sticks is not going to pay it any attention. I believe, if I did not say it here, I definitely said it in my head. Uh, I was looking at a, a piece of business on the gram uh, that talked about the fact that Donald Trump, despite all of his his issues, is still running neck and neck with Joe Biden for the 2024 uh, presidency. If if we can, ooh, yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. I don't know why I need to take a swig on that, but I decided since I was, since I was there, I might as well go ahead and pause, let that let that wet the palate a little bit. Now, the thing about it was, to me, why Mr. Donald Trump is potentially uh, 
or in 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 the serious case going to or has the option i don't want to say option has the possibility yeah that'll work of regaining the white house is because liberalism is so complicated you want to talk about environments you want to talk about how to protect the planet you want to talk about all these different things but if people like me and you are scared of it and i'm talking about the me and you's who work for the walmarts who work for the targets who uh, are just a average joe a gas station attendant uh, uh we have a a you know minimum wage job we we don't really have any type of higher or more formal training more elitist training is what I like to say it because I believe that uh, when you think about it, roll back the onion and get to the allergic and do section that college is basically an elitist sport. Then you, you, we can't, it's just, it's just, it's just going to be a no non-starter as to how to make the world better. If the only options or the only ways to achieve it, is something that you need a PhD to do. So we got to figure out how to break this thing down. As we get further and further uh, away from climactic normality, where June and July feels like uh, either it's severely hot Whereas you're forced to stay inside all time at all times. And what, what is going to happen when we get to uh, December through March? Is that going to be, is that going to be the complete opposite where we're forced to stay indoors again and, and burn the heat constantly. We burn the air condition uh, severely during the summer. Are we going to have to burn the heat more severely during the winter? because of this climate issue? That's gonna be the question. And again, when you ask, okay, how do we solve it? The answer is, well, we have to listen to the scientists. We have to listen to somebody. So, 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 so let, let, let's, let's break this down. Because liberalism and elitism has a, a proponent in it that kind of overrides democracy in a way. That's the reason why Republicanism is so uh, popular because liberalism says we put our hopes in the smartest soul. Whereas Republicanism looks at the world from a perspective of liberty and freedom that every man has his own pathway, his own agenda, his own objectives. And if they're not God, I don't need to listen to them. And I feel that when we talk about environment or the environment, uh, it's going to run through that litmus test because you can't walk to a man down in the country that makes his his meal ticket is based on what he can uh, extract from the, from the field, from back out there in the yard. You can't go down there to him and try to take him some soup 
with, with a couple letters behind his name and try to tell him how to run his yard. That, 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 that thing ain't gonna fly. God gave me this yard. God told me how to tend this yard. And I ain't gonna let no dumbass suit come out here. That's exactly what they're gonna say. Or some smart ass suit. They ain't gonna say dumbass. They might say smart ass. I ain't gonna let no smart ass suit come out here and tell me how to run my yard. And, and because liberalism, now, well, let me not say because, but let me just point out how liberalism is going to respond. Liberalism is going to respond with, oh my goodness, that person out there in that, he is just the dumbest person you ever, oh my dear Jesus, did you, I went out there and talked to him. He ain't got no teeth in his hand. Well, actually he do got teeth, it's two. It's one on each side, one right under his left nostril, the other one right under his right. And he just out there, and, and and he just feel, he dirty too. He dirty. I don't know when the last time he had a shower, but you know the shower he got that our house, you know. So he got to go in there and he's got to pull the chain, and then he and then what happens when he pulls the chain? He uh you got the moose out there or, or the elephant. I'm sorry, the elephant because the elephant will sit there and then he'll get all that water in his trunk, and then uh, he pulls the chain. The elephant just snorts, and that's how he takes a shower. You understand? And uh, but he is just so. Ugh. Just, ugh. And I can't believe it that, that we have these type of people in our society. You, you, you hear how that sounds? That's how some college-educated people sound. Like they're just stuck up and snotty. And so I believe with all my, I, this is, this conviction runs deep into my bone marrow. Deep down inside does this conviction that you're not going to win people, especially when we're talking about something as drastic as the climate, as the seas rising, as our atmosphere and our planet uh, making serious alterations or having uh, serious alterations being made to our planet because of human decisions. In order for us to make a severe change in that trajectory, there has to be a level of understanding that makes sense to all. Break this shit down. You understand? So, this is a hard subject because it, again, and I reiterate this, it has by design been designed to be a very, you want to know what environmental injustice looks like? Everybody wants to talk about that. Let me, let me tell you one of the main features of environmental injustice or injustice, period. It is centered around the concept or the subject matter being so complicated that, if or, that in order for me to get it, I'll take your word at it. Well, let me tell you some kids, that ain't going to fly. So that is going to be our objective as we approach this idea of the environment is how do we make this make sense? How do we make this subject make sense to the entire world? How do we break this down in a way that 
it has comprehensive steps on a small scale that doesn't override the parents because because let's think about it like this all right so you have these big shots right that are in labs doing whatever they're doing those big shots then trickle down and watch what they do they trickle down they override the other people so my mom my dad my mother is an educated woman i don't know much about pops but i'm almost certain that they are not as knowledgeable about you know scientific activity as someone of an einstein or and you know some somebody of that nature so what Einstein would do, and I, and I don't want to disparage him, but I think that I can get away with it because he's dead and he's not going to, you know, try to say I besmirched him uh, unless he gets up. Uh, but Einstein would come down, override mom and pops, come to the college and get me. Now, this is where we get problems in the home. That's why most of your cheerings is liberals and y'all's Republicans. Talk about mama versus daddy now. Or excuse me. Well, it might work too. But mama versus kid is more 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 of a reality. Einstein will come down and teach young yun, teach young young. And then young young is now in the home with Sing Sing. That's Jun Junior Senior. And we got this conflict because the system overrode mom and dad. Then it also comes down to June June. You got Young Young and June June. Now June June is still in high school. He's still in middle school. He's still in elementary school, and he's being taught some stuff. While at the same time, Sin Sin and Mamas is at the house just you know washing the collars and picking the cotton. That's the Republican. That's the Trump bandwagon, who. This system has decided that we're going to, again, override them. And we're going to go get the cheerings. And we're going to put stuff in the cheerings head that contradicts the ideas and ideals of young, young, or papa and mama. So now I believe we got to make papa. I don't know. No, no. Making is not a word. Never use that. Take that out the dictionary. We have to find a way to encourage, to inspire uh, Papa and Mama to think about, hmm, all right, maybe I should look at this Clorox bottle a little bit. But then that also goes into the corporations that make these products that are polluting our planet or the corporations that uh, their acts or their uh, way of living or their way of uh, conducting their business like with the dump trucks spitting out that huh. I saw uh, a cruise ship the other day with the wife and uh, we were uh, well you know you call them cruise ship. I call them mobile hotels, or should I say floating hotels? 
And uh, so I saw one of these floating hotels. A lot of them coming to Norfolk. And I looked up at one of them the other day. And I asked the wife, I said, what kind of smokes come out of that thing? And she looked at me and she's like, babe, they're not. They're not the most environmental friendly uh, contraptions. And I'm like, because uh. this thing was pump. I mean, that smoke was so black that that was some black smoke coming out top of that mobile hotel. And then you, it, it just like clicked. These corporations and these these organizations, it is a lot. You got mom and daddy who has worked all their lives. They didn't save. They didn't scratch. They didn't claw. They didn't work for the man. They didn't got shot at and spit at proverbially. Some of them even physically. And the only thing that they want to do, mama and papa, is after they didn't raise all their little rugrats and sent them all off to college. And now they all think they smarter than mama and papa is. I'm talking about how they feel. Uh, they just want to go on one of them mobile, you know, floating devices. Those, those, uh, those, those floating hotels. Just want to get on one of them and 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 just go around somewhere. And now you're gonna tell me that the thing is unsafe and it's harmful to the environment and and we shouldn't have those. I worked all my damn life for this goddamn trip. Now you're gonna tell me I can't do it? That's how my mom and papa's feeling. So the corporations realize that, well, <laughs> mama and papa, uh, they're going to feel some type of way. So we're going to get away with this. And so here's where we have the controversy. Because as long as the corporations are making money off of them, they don't feel like they have to care about the environment. They don't feel like they have to care about uh, making any type of changes. And long as mama and papa is of the impression that you're trying to take something away that they have worked so hard to gain. And long as mama and papa of, uh, of the impression that they're being punished for their hard work. And as long as June June is of the impression that he is attacking mom and Paul. Simply because he feels like, based upon what he's been taught, that he's just trying to protect the planet. Now we have this complicated issue. And so when we approach anything environment, anything dealing with the environment, you first have to, and I would like to even submit to you for consideration before I even move on, that it's not just the environment. It's when you approach any conversation that has to do with the, dare I say, manipulation of the mind, the manipulation of the masses. Because in some cases, or dare I say in all cases, that is what we're doing. We're trying to find a way to manipulate the masses. We, we're trying to find a way to convince them to think a certain way, to see the world in a manner that is either different from their understanding or that cultivates to a train of thought that some small minute group of people have decided is the way to think. And that goes against every aspect of the freedoms 
they were taught. That's why it is so hard. It is so hard now that I approach this subject. You feel overwhelmed. So I want to talk to all the, the scientists and all the college students and all the people who are passionate about uh, their imprint on the world. I hear you. It is so overwhelming. You're one individual looking at a massive amount of problems that you are trying to take on yourself. You're trying to take on the education of the world yourself. But we got so many problems. We need science teachers. We need civics teachers. We need English teachers. We need social studies teachers. All of these, these components. And then not to mention we're up against an education system in the lower sector. I'm talking about your preschools, your middle, your high, your elementary, who's only training students to a test and not training students to understand the basic principles that make the world turn. I still wonder when you talk about science in school, what are they actually teaching the students? And I'm not there, so please do not take this as, well, Eric Barrett's talking about we ain't doing our job around here. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not in there. But I wonder, I, I would love for somebody to, to help me understand, and to this point, I have found no one who would uh, really uh, explain this to me, how we have a culture or a society or a, a, a community, if you please, where it's based on a test, but I believe has no true uh, perspective, if you please, no true outline to what does this mean to this person when he goes out into the real world? Does this test or our training to same push this student to really become a true citizen or does it push him to gain some type of book knowledge that may mean nothing once he exits these doors or she exits these doors? That is the real environmental problem. And that's a complicated one. So now that we know the whole picture, if you please, now that we sat here and almost talked ourselves into depression, how do we carve away at that reality? Well, we're going to do it in, in minute steps. It's, breaking down the world through the lens of a scientist, of the science community, and then taking that knowledge and transferring it to everyday people. First of all, let's, let's, let's do a little project. Let's do a little assignment. 
And, and I need you to help me because I, I, I talk a lot and I have wonderful ideas that once I'm finished and move on to the next subject, I'll forget. So let's ask ourselves a simple question. As a matter of fact, I would like for us to get a pen and paper or uh, try to find a way. Maybe, maybe what you can do is open up, if you have an iPhone, I'm going to give you a chance to do this. Open up your iPhone. Okay. We're going to do, as a matter of fact, let us, all of you, thank you for subscribing and following wherever you are and however you consume this. I appreciate you. I thank you. Um, but let's, let's find a way to clip this. We, we want to, we, we want to focus on clipping things on your iPhone. You go down when you take your finger and scroll down on the screen. Uh, just, just take your finger and go at the top and just scroll down, uh, right on the right side. And you will come up in this, uh, it's a, a little dot down there. It's, uh, you got the volume button, you got the, uh, the brightness button, and then you may have some other things. If you operate with a smart home, you're going to have, uh, some of your, um, some highlighted parts of your home that's going to be there, but then you're going to have some other things like the flashlight, your wallet, uh, uh, the calculator, maybe uh, what's this, uh, your remote. If you have an Apple TV, uh, your, uh, battery life all the way down somewhere for me, it's on the end. It's a, a circle with a dot in it. That is your screen cap. Get that, find that, and go hit it. Just go hit it, and it's going to give you three seconds to before it starts. All right, all right. It, it should be starting. We, we're going to we're going to get ourselves together. All right. No, 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 no. If you already did it, shut it down. Shut it down. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Let's let's get ourselves together. All right. Everybody get on the same page. All right. Now start. Scroll down. Hit it. And, and no, wait, 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 before you do that. I know I'm, I'm, no, I'm very confusing. All right. We want to make sure that everybody's on the same page. We know what we're going to do. All right. We're going to clip it. We're going to try to do this in about 90 seconds so that we can have it to put it on the Instagram. All right. Uh, ready? We're going to clip it. All right. In three, you got, you, you can scroll down. All right. Scroll down, hit the button in three, two, one. Here, here we have what we call our first clip back. We've taken our phones, we scrolled down, we hit that button that records our screens, and we're taking this. We're taking. We're taking this and we're going to put it on the internet. This is our assignment for our first step towards figuring out how to make the world better from an environmental perspective. This is what we're gonna do. We're going to first find ourselves a buddy who is a scientist. That's the first step we're gonna do. And we're going to break it down. We're going to listen to him or her. And then we're going to take that person and we're going to go to the culture. And we're going to explain to the culture 
We're going to explain to the culture what we heard, and we're going to also understand what they're thinking. When they, your neighbors, hear climate change, hear sea level rise, hear environmental issues, what are they thinking? What are they feeling? Take that information. Meditate over it. That's, that's the first step we're going to do is first hear and meditate over it. Then we're going to try to process. And we're hopefully going to find the severe disconnect between the elite educated and the everyday jet. And somewhere in there, we're going to find this wonderful thing called mediation. That's how we're going to begin to carve away at the overarching and overwhelming problem that is the destruction of our planet. That's how the normies, us normies, are going to do it. All right? That is our sign. All right, we're going to take that, put that on the internet, tag one, two people in it, and uh, see what you get out of it. This is going to be, again, our research project. Everybody really not, not going to fight, all right? Let, let's make that crystal clear. We're not going to fight. We're going to observe. And when somebody comes at you, please make sure that you, you let them know. And, and I, I, I'm telling you, if you have a conviction, this is going to be hard. So brace yourself because they're going to come after you because the first thing you, when you start mentioning anything political, when you start mentioning anything societal, they're going to come for you because that's just, that's just the defense mechanism that is going to kick in when the normies, when the people who are uneducated, Feel like they're being attacked. They're going to come for you. Brace yourself. Calm, cool, and collected. That is going to be the, the, the way to think about this. All right? And we're going to strategize and think of other ways. Maybe take some folks out to coffee. Maybe take one or two people down to the coffee shop and sit down and say, tell me what y'all think about what's going on in the world. I, I just want you to tell me just in, in a safe space, in a safe environment, or maybe take people, sit them down at a coffee shop. That This is something else to do. Take them, and we're going to sit some people down at a coffee shop. We're going to put them in teams. This is another project we're going to do. And... Uh, we're going to think this through, though, because because we have this. This is not something I want you to do all willy nilly. We got to think this through. Take them and put them in teams and figure out. Let them amongst themselves have a conversation. Now, what is that conversation going to be? We're going to we're going to work on that. That that is going to be our, our, our next assignment, if you please, is figuring out how to make that happen. All right. How to put that together. So, so just put that in the back of your brain and uh, we'll, we'll come to that uh, next week sometime. All right. 
Welcome, should I say. Can I say that? Can I say welcome? Because I feel like we're in school. And I also feel like this was a very, very hard subject. And even more so hard conversation. But I appreciate you for sticking it out. I appreciate you for still being a part. And you're still uh, all with me and everything, as they would say. And you, you, haven't, uh, you haven't checked out. That's what I... That's what I want to appreciate. All right. We, if, if you're looking at this from a perspective of a college hour, which we're getting to that some other time about how if you really want to advance yourself, you should probably. So, so let, me, let, me, let, me, let me just put this out there while I'm thinking about it. Since, since we're still in introduction mode. The best way I believe to better yourself, first of all, here is what I have come to understand. And I think that you should understand too, that the world is always going to find itself split into tribes It's always going to find itself split up into clusters. And when you're trying to talk about, for me, creating content, the first thing that you have to do is you have to go and find where your tribe is. All right. That's the first thing. So Logan Paul, Jake Paul, those types of people, uh, they found a niche and they stayed in it. Now, I'm not trying to switch from environment to social media. I'm just using that as a point to get to where I'm going. What Jake Paul and what Logan Paul did was they went far left, if you please, or far right, however you want to look at it. And they went and dug down to some little high school horny girls who was trying to figure out whether or not their makeup looked good and their boobs was pumped up tight because they wanted to get some jock on the football team they thought had a big penis. That's what Jake Paul and them did, right? Then Jake Paul decided to move away from being the little high school uh, panty dropping uh, attractor and move over into the boxing world. So now he has shifted himself into being this superb, this fierce athlete. What am I trying to say? We find ourselves here in an academic, in an enthusiast environment. That is our target market. Activists, an enthusiast, an educational enthusiast, educational activist, to be precise. Let us put that into perspective. That's who we are. All right. So now here's what we're doing. We're looking at the world that we're taking a subject matter, whatever matter this that we're focusing on. And we're looking at this inside of a college hour. All right. We've already spent, we do two hours or two uh, times of this. We're going to talk about this in, in the course of the next few weeks. So in the course of the next few weeks, I ask you to find a way to dedicate about an hour and 15 minutes to this subject. All of you who are fascinated, who are activists, who are enthusiasts in making the planet better, please find an hour and 15 minutes in some part of your week to deal with this subject. 
what are we dealing with? We're dealing with the assignment that we just, we just clipped. We're finding the people. We're building those relationships. We're finding ways to engage those people. And so between now and next Tuesday, when we have this conversation again here at Hey CDB, I hope that we will have found the people that we wish to engage in, in that conversation, write them down, put them on like a little note card or whatever the case may be. As a matter of fact, I'm going to shut up now. You can pause this, take a little, take a little pause for the cows. And uh, we'll put a little music in if that, that helps you. That'll take you about three minutes between my yapping. Or you could just pause it and go and spend a few moments just thinking about who these people are going to be. I'm thinking about who I'm going to talk to and, and, and not think about how you're going to have this massive crowd because I, I have to, I have found myself getting out of the numbers crowd. I don't want to be in the numbers crowd anymore. Now it's being in the intimate crowd. It's drawing these little, uh, small, minute little homie environmental things, little, 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 uh, little dinner table conversations. If you can put them around your, your, your dinner table, your dining table, then you, you have, cause, cause when you have massive crowds, you're not going to be able to, to really engage. So let's create these small conversations. That's what we're going to do. Find some people that this semester, if you please, between now and December 8th, that we are going to take that clip who, who applies to that clip. And we're going to talk to them. We're going to really understand what they do. They really understand climate change or what do they know about climate change? We're going to, we're going to introduce the world to it. How about that? All right. I'm going to shut up now, put some music in here. Mr. DJ, ma'am, DJ, now my DJ, he's going to, he's going to put some in here. Uh, if it takes you longer than about, uh, uh, five minutes or six minutes to, to, Put your list together. That's fine. Pause it. If you're one of those fast people who can do it in that time, then go for it. All right. So either pause or just listen. Let this let the music play in the background. Don't don't please don't get all into it. Or maybe you just need to get all into it. You maybe just need to take a little thing to just get your mind all loosey goosey. Then you can pause it and uh, listen to uh, or pay attention to that list we're going to create. That's our assignment. Mr. DJ, Mam DJ, non-binary DJ is going to do something for us that will, that will make us happy. And we will, as they say, uh, get to it, to it. All right. That's going to be all for me in this subject matter. All right. After you, after you get all your list together, we're going to, for at least this week, close the chapter on in the environment. Mmm. Whew, that was fun. DJ, please. And I ain't stopping. No, I ain't stopping. On me regardless. Uh-huh. And I ain't stopping. No, I ain't stopping. I'm just getting started. Let's go. My skin is pale, but I'm a black sheep. Riding through the city, Satan in the backseat. Hey, yo, that's me. I run it like a track meet. A rap fiend. I sit the bar high like an athlete. Step in the booth and stack on drop that ain't no way. I 
homie day and night Got the party jumping, bout to break the ice Stay up on my grind, that's my way of life I got tunnel vision, I'ma chase that ray of light Yeah, I couldn't help I'm building a bonfire 
before I get out of your hair, I want to uh, tell you some stuff. This has basically been the week of introductions. When, when I was back in school, I wish that I had known about uh, the trial period. What I mean by that is no institution, well, for the most part, uh, nobody does much on the first week of school. Um, they're all trying to get to know each other, trying to get a feel for each other. They put out enough to uh, basically make or break you, either keep you in or uh, give you the option to bug off. And uh, so in the first, which, which, which before I move on, which is kind of funny because you literally only have uh, like 16 weeks in school. And two out of the 16, for the most part, are spent just trying to figure out what the hell you're doing with your life. So you technically only have 14 weeks to work. That's not adding breaks and time off to, you know, smell yourself. So I am, I've spent this past week on basically building a playbook, if you please, for how this would look. Um, we're, we're trying something that I don't know if anybody's ever really done before. I mean, Mark Rober uh, did science and technology, and then there was the backyard scientist, and there was Glenn Nye, the science guy. But the truth of the matter is, all of those is, all of those fine folks, for the most part, uh, especially Mark Rober, I guess I'll just stick with that, his mission for... Uh, doing his classes online was to basically entice some board of education to let him do it in the class. So we're trying to do something that is completely off kilter, completely to some degree doesn't make sense, which 90% of everything I do doesn't make sense until it catches on. EDB didn't make sense until it caught on. So that being said, uh, Starting on next Tuesday, uh, because, you know, we're not going to uh, bother you on Mondays. I'm not going to bother you on Monday. I don't want to bother you on Monday. Uh, it's Labor Day, by the way. So take some time and chill and relax. But starting on Tuesday, we're going to rearrange some things, which is another thing that fascinates me. Like, why do we start? Somebody write this down. Why, why did we start before Labor Day? Because literally in a block schedule system, we started on Monday. We haven't figured out our lives. And now uh, we struggle through that. Now we're going to miss another Monday because so now we're two Mondays out. Right. Because the first Monday didn't count. The 28th didn't count. Now we're going to miss the fourth. So that's the second week. It's only 16 in the goddamn season. Okay. Jesus. All right. Yep. Education. Yeah. So Tuesday, we're going to kick off another week. That is, I'm not going to say it's going to be belligerent, but <laughs> somewhat going to be belligerent. Uh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. By, by, by the time we get to 9-11, that's going to be fun. That, 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 yeah, that, that's where the party is going to start. So everybody look forward to 9-11 and we'll just start this ship up and I guess it takes some time for it to start up. That's education. 
I'm rambling. So here's what we're going to look at. That's what I've been trying to get to. Literature. We're going to look at the various books and texts that are out there that share interesting views. And key word I want to say here that shares interesting views about the landscape of society. How do you define the culture? How do you see the culture? How we can see the culture through other people's eyes? That's what we're going to do. That's going to come out on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Okay? Then, I'm just telling you when it's going to come out in the podcast. It's going to, we're going to work on it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but it's going to come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. All right? Then, what we got coming up off of there is African American studies. Now that's going to come out on Tuesday. That's going to be a part of the Tuesday conversation where we're going to we're going to basically go and break down all the the issues that it is. And it's very uh I'm I'm pissed because technically we're not going to get to that to 9/11 <laughs> because we we ain't doing nothing next Monday. Mm. See how that's pissing me off? Uh-huh. So that's going to happen. We're going to look at all the black history. We're going to look at black history that you probably don't know about. We're going to break down black people that you don't know about. We're going to look at uh, interesting individuals who are making a difference in the world, who have made a difference in the world that you probably don't know about. All that we're going to look at. Then on Wednesday, we're going to look at what we talked about today. That's the next time that we're going to come back to this su- this subject. And we're going to look at it not necessarily from an environmental perspective. We pitched it today from an environmental perspective. But what we're going to look at is human. The human aspect of it. How does this affect the human? Remember we went out on a mission and we're going to find a scientist and then we're going to go to the people and we're going to connect with the people and we're going to figure out how humans deal in this overarching issue. That's going to be Wednesdays. Then on next Tuesday, uh, we're going to start understanding because I live in a Navy town and we're going to start breaking down the idea of Navy, the Navy. How, why is it here in Norfolk? Why was it put here in Norfolk? What is the major aspects of it? Because again, if there's only three ways to get out of this place, the merchant Marines, the shipyard, and the military, then the Navy from Norfolk is basically where it's going to be. Or the Marine Corps, because you know those two work together. At least when you talk about the JROTC, they do. Which... Uh, brings us also to a survey of entrepreneurship and innovation. We're going to look at some businesses. We're going to look at some ideas that are popping off that some, some technology that you might not have thought about. What is no, no, no. I heard you. You was going to ask, what is the X? Nobody cares about what Elon is doing. At least not surface. We don't down under. We do on the belly. But not on the surface. We're going to look at that. Morning Brew, The Hustle. These are uh, uh, 
publications that are focusing on entrepreneurship, on business, on innovation. We're going to rely on them to help us understand what is going on in the world from that and also what's going on around here locally as we look at innovation and entrepreneurship and so forth and so on. Then on Thursday, we're going to go back and we're going to focus our attention on NJROTC. We're going to look at on Thursday NJROTC. We started last week or this week, should I say, on ROTC. Now we're going to understand what NJROTC is. We're going to break that down and we're going to continue our pathway to understanding how that particular program was and is beneficial to the culture. So let me let me repeat the schedule so you will know. All right. When you listen to the pods on Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday, you're going to get intro to literature. We're going to take our book and we're going to read through it. That's what's going to come out Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday. All right. On Monday, you're going to get with on, excuse me, on Tuesday. This is getting confusing, isn't it? Uh-huh. Because I'm reading it Monday, Wednesday and Friday, but I realize that it's done on one day and it comes out on the next. And that's going to be very confusing. Uh, on Tuesday. You're going to get African-American studies. And on Thursday, you're going to get uh, geology. We're going to talk about oceans and climate change, that stuff. All right. Then what we're going to do on uh, Wednesday and Friday. Yeah, we're going to do ROTC, Naval Science. And then just on Wednesday, we're going to do a survey of entrepreneurship and innovation. So all this is going to get broke down. Hey, it's EDB on, on Instagram and Snapchat, uh, every day when it is actually worked on, we're going to put things out. So follow on Snapchat. Hi, hi, it's EDB. Follow it over there. Not Hey, H E Y. Hi, H A Y. Cause you know, somebody else decided they wanted to be, Hey, and uh, we'll get this together. I know. I, I I hope it's not confusing to you as it is to me. And I'm trying to explain this, but I'm confusing myself. So I can imagine how you're feeling. And uh, But we're going to get it. We're going to have fun. And, and we're going to learn. And I hope that, again, actually, I don't know if I said this, but I said it in my brain. So that's why I said again, because in my brain, I've already said it. I hope that you take what we're doing here and share it. That's the whole point. Tell other people what you are learning, what you are experiencing. Huh? Can you do that for me? I appreciate it. All right. I'm gonna get out your hair. Uh, we, we, you know, we're going to, uh, yeah, go do something else with our life now. And we'll do this again. Lord willing. And that creek don't rise. Mm, God bless that creek. Until then, for me and mine. Unto you and yours. Laters.